Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. Welcome to uh, the morning edition of the Dufresne Ministries Miracle Crusades. I like to call it Miracles in the Morning. Amen. How many know God's God in the morning? Just like you might not feel it sometimes uh, when you wake up, but He's God in the morning just like He's God in the evening. Amen. And uh, man, speaking of the evening, we had us a service last night, if you were here, and uh, just a masterpiece of a message in my opinion, and I loved it, just received so much, and I'm going to be a responder. (laughs) You know, back back in, uh, now you'll forgive me, I know some of you don't know me, I don't know you, just, you'll like me. (laughs) Give it some time though, it might take some time. I sometimes, uh, you know, you've heard the, the phrase like, I'm like a helicopter looking for a landing pad. That's kind of how I minister a little bit. So forgive me if you're like, when's he going to get to the point? You might have missed it while you were thinking that. <laughs> that was the point. But uh, anyhow, I remember back in, uh, you remember, uh, well, way back when uh, 9-11 happened and we all got a new vocabulary word. Nobody had ever used that phrase, first responders, so widely. And uh, God, God dealt with me about that phrase, first responders, and uh, took me over to John chapter 5. Remember where they had the guy, uh, they were all gathered around that pool, and when the angel came down and stirred the water, remember whoever was first in, received. And I just, I just purposed I was going to be a first responder. Amen. I, not, I might not run my siren real loud. I don't know. But, uh, you know, not that kind of first response. But I'm going to be a first responder, meaning if I sense that God's in it, I'm going to go with it. Amen. And so uh, we just continue that flow here this morning. Uh, a privilege for me to be here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. You know, my wife and I lived here a total of eight years, seven years uh, at, at one point, and then uh, we came here and lived here another year at another point. And so we have a lot of, uh, well, first of all, there's a lot of history in this city yes. where the things of God are concerned, the move of God's concerned, and then there's a lot of our history here. So, uh, you know, we're just, we're just kind of happy to be back here in Tulsa. Amen. Anybody here, you're actually from here and didn't come in for the meeting? You, okay, th- so three of you guys for, live here, so... <laughs> There's one thing about Tulsa I never could figure out. Do you want to know? Maybe you could help me. Maybe you could help me. 21st, 31st, 41st, 51st. Could they not have hit the round number, Pastor? Could could they not have made it 20th, 30th, 40th? Why? Does anybody know? I, I don't want to know now, but think about it. Keep you up tonight. And so we're glad to be here with you in, in Tulsa. And then uh, Pastor Watts, we're glad to be here with you guys. You know, we moved here in 1993 the first time, and we went to Bible school. And uh, one, of the, one of the first classes we took was a class, uh, theologians would call it homiletics, you know, and it's basically sermon, the art of sermon preparation, or, or maybe not the art, the, the rules of sermon preparation and how to put a message together. And you have to have an introduction, should have an introduction. And then uh, you state, a, uh, what do they call the main point? Yeah, the main point. You, you, gotta, you state your main point, and then you have your different points of like an outline. And with each one, the most important one, scriptural support. So scriptural support. What you're preaching needs to be in the Bible. <laughs> or somehow supported by the Bible. And then you get to that point somewhere. And then you have a conclusion and a wrap-up, and uh, our instructor for that class, our teacher, was Pastor Billy Joe Watts. He taught us, that my wife and I, that class. And then, uh, and then he was my wife's preaching coach, because uh, everybody has to preach at Bible school. And that second year, she was in his preaching lab class, and so uh, there's a lot of pressure here this week. And I, listen, I'm just going to tell you right now, that outline business, I used to do that, but I don't think you're going to get that. So. <laughs> and then uh, you get what you get with, with her. I mean, if it's good, it's a reflection on you. If not, I took over and kind of helped her the rest of the way. Praise the Lord. 
Amen. Let's get down to business, shall we? Whatever that may look like. Uh, turn in your Bibles to the uh, book of 1 Corinthians this morning. But I, I said that, by the way, to say thank you, Pastor Billy Joe. Appreciate I mean, thousands of people you helped train for ministry. Oh, I mean, it, just in our class, there was about 1,000. And uh, so over the years, thousands. And thank you for helping lay that foundation in us. And it was precious, irreplaceable stuff. And uh, God used you guys and still does. And I believe great, great things are happening and still to come. Uh, I have, as I've been out ministering and traveling, which I do sometimes a lot, sometimes, you know, here and there, but uh, God's had me on a particular passage, and I don't, it's, it's, when I'm out preaching it, I don't usually preach on the subject of prayer, which is our assignment here in these morning services, but it applies. And so I want to apply it there today, here in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, if you'd look with me. What I believe is a real important passage for our day. And uh, Paul writes in verse 4, he says, I thank my God always on your behalf for the grace of God which is given you by Jesus Christ. How many here you're thankful? For the grace of God. Amen. What's the grace of God? Well, that can be a whole teaching, of course, or many teachings. But, but in summary, it's God's ability, God's blessing, God's influence in our lives. And I like to just sum it up by saying this. It's what God gives is what God, all that God gives, right? By grace, you've been saved, thank you, saved by faith, through faith. Uh, well, the, the salvation, he gave it. He so loved the world that he gave. And so, so all of God's grace for your life is what he gave. I thank my God always on your behalf for the grace of God, which is given you by Jesus Christ. And it goes on to show us one of the things that we've been given, in ev- that in everything, can you say those words, Everything. That in everything, you are enriched by him. In all utterance, utterance is what you say, and in all knowledge, even as the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you. Now, I want to get to another verse, but there in verse 5, in everything, you're enriched. Enriched. Uh, We don't use that word. It means to be made rich. That's what enriched is, to, made, to be made rich. and uh, We don't use that word particularly so often, but uh, anybody, anybody here that's cooked or different things, you know what? There's certain ingredients that are enriched with everything. Enriched flour. Yes, flour. Enriched flour. How many know what we're talking about? So, so what's that mean? What does it mean? What's, what's different about it? Because it's enriched. Something's been added. Yeah. And possibly something's been taken out that wasn't yeah. necessary. Yeah. And it makes it more suitable. Yeah. Makes it more usable. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Pastor Nancy was talking about the biscuits last night at, the, at that, uh, uh, those rolls. That, uh, come on now. They, <laughs> they were enriched. Right? We, we <laughs> enriched dough, enriched flour. And, and when, uh, when, some, when a food is rich... Woo, you, what is it? There's, there's something in there. I like to say it this way. It talks back to you. Yeah. Right? You take a bite and it bites back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you say, oh, man. What do you say? Oh, that's when your mouth's still full. Yeah. Wait, oh, man. That is rich. Mm, and you don't just mind talk, talking over uh, your mouth being full. Enriched. Well, how about, how about this? Enriched. Uranium, (laughs) a substance that's just here in the natural realm, in the earth, in its normal state, unusable. You enrich it through the process of isotope separation. I don't really know what it means, but I know that's the process. (laughs) But it means, of course, you know, they separate the isotopes. That's what it means. No, they take, it, they take out the impurities. They take out the part that's unusable. And they add in, they add in isotope number so, 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 and so, if you actually study it, and I don't know any of that. And now what was 
unusable can power a nuclear submarine? Huh? Could blow up a city? Enriched. Everybody say enriched. In everything, you are enriched. Huh. You come to the Lord, he'll take out. If any man be in Christ, come on now, somebody. If anybody, he's a new creation. Old things, not old things, they're here to stay. Old things, they're gone. They passed away. All things, that's the enrichment process. That's spiritual isotope separation. He took, he took those isotopes, whatever that is, of sin. Come on, and he got it. He took that out. Your sin nature, that's gone. That's gone. You're, now, your flesh is still an issue. Your flesh nature. But your sin nature, that's gone, been replaced with the life and the nature of God. Wouldn't hurt you to say amen once in a while? Amen. Just saying. Yeah, you've been replaced with the life and nature of God. You are a new creator. You are, you're enriched. You're not, you're not just human. You're human enriched. I, I like another word because I like superhero movies. Enhanced. Right? You, you remember in, well, maybe you don't because you all live in the Holy Land here. But in, in my world, <laughs> I got a big theater in my basement. Because we have basements. In, I live in Colorado. We have ba- basements there. And our big theater, we're sometimes known to watch superhero movies down there. And, and they'll say, oh, there's an enhanced. What's that mean? They're not a normal human. They can do things. You look at me like that. Come on, I'm going to come back there. I will. I'll come, I'll come back there. I'll pull that gum right out of you. No, I mean, I could. <laughs> Sorry. 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 Good things are starting to come on me. You just have to work it out. There's an enhanced person. You're not just normal human. And if you've been born again, and especially if you've been filled with the Spirit, you're not just human. You are human enhanced. You are, you are a new species. You are, you are the God-man. It's true. It's true. <laughs> and I said, brother, this is, this is Tulsa. We know all this. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, if you knew all this, I'd be having to seatbelt you in right now. <laughs> it's not just you in there. It's not just you in there. Now, normally we try to avoid what we call passengers, you know, like, like, uh, you know, there's people that walk around that are manifesting things sometimes. Uh, in my world, sometimes, uh, I, I sometimes deal with, I hire people for different work sometimes and deal with employees. I've had people who uh, were one person at one moment and a, and a completely different personality, come on, completely different uh, because of whatever they've opened their life to. And, and they are, uh, they, we call them, they have passengers. They, they have allowed people to board the bus of their life. And now what's speaking through, they've been, uh, they've been enriched in all utterance, but not in a good way. See. What's speaking through them is not just them. And I've had, I've had Christians that way, too, met Christians that way. We had, I had one guy one time sent me a text. And uh, now, if this kind of thing bothers you, don't delete these texts or delete these things. But it doesn't bother me. It runs right off of me. And uh, the one guy told me that, you know, your wife is a Jezebel. Your wife is a, you remember? <laughs> because she preaches. <laughs> she obeys the Great Commission. So your wife is a, a this and a this and this. And this guy said he was a preacher. Come on now. See, that's, that's not, but he was fine at other times. That wasn't him talking. That was somebody he allowed into his life. But you and I, friends, we have another one living in us that's enriched us, that's enhanced us. And you should never think of yourself 
as merely human. That ain't you. That ain't you. You're not just human. Therefore, when you watch those super superhero movies, see yourself. See maybe better yet, when you read the gospels. When you read the Bible. When you see Jesus doing the works of Jesus. See yourself. See yourself. He said, whoever believes on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. Also. Now, you've been enriched, the Bible says here, in everything, in all utterance. What you say is not just words of your mental realm, not just words of your humanity. What you say as you, as you walk on this earth, your words have been infused with power. Your word, you can speak God words. How many know when God spoke words, good things happened? Right? You have that same ability. You've been enriched in all utterance. You've been enriched in all knowledge. You can know things that you couldn't ever learn in a classroom. How many here, you have some experience in that? You, you can say, I, I don't know how I knew that. I don't, well, I know how. The enrichment process. You've been enriched. You've been enhanced. Now, I took time to, to talk about that because I want to get to verse 7. So we'll read verse 5 one, one more time. It says that in everything, you, in everything, in everything, every, nothing's the same, friends. Nothing's the same. Nothing's the same. Make me throw something. I said nothing. Nothing's the same. No, life, nothing about you. There's nothing about our lives. I tell you about my wife. Listen, this, this Jewish jazz musician you're looking at. There is nothing about my life today that resembles my old life. Nothing. All, all, the, all the, that insecurity is gone. Everything I, wa- everything I carried, all the garbage I carried around before I met, that's gone. That's gone. Everything's new. Woo, glory. Glory. New creature. New creature. The problem with some folk is they let the new get old. Yeah, I've been a new creature for 47 years. That's your, no, every day, every day, his mercies are new every day. Just trying to help myself, you know what I'm saying? So we still haven't got to our verse, but in everything, 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 everything. Oh, you're not preaching with me. Everything, everything. I get you trained. We're good. We're good. We're good. In everything, in everything, you've been enriched. Enriched. In all utterance and in all knowledge, even as the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you, verse 7. So that you come behind in no gift, waiting for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. I tell you, for a couple years now, I hadn't been able to get off this verse. So that you come behind in no gift. And the reason I haven't been able to get off it is that there's areas in which the body of Christ is behind. We ought to be beyond. I mean, we've been, we've been enriched. We ought to be beyond that which would be expected, beyond that which other errors have seen. Yes? yes? But instead of being beyond, we too often find ourselves behind. So that, and it says here if you, that you come behind in no gift. Now, I want to tell you, I am not a Greek scholar or even really a Greek student. But I read after people that are. So if I, you know, that, that just let you know. Now, I did go to Hebrew school 
for many years to prepare for my bar mitzvah, but I was, that, was my, that was my old life. <laughs> and I don't remember much. I can say a couple of the prayers still. You don't need to hear it. But, uh, but that was my old life. But I, do, uh, but, but I do read a Greek dictionary. In fact, it's so convenient now, even on your iPad, you can just push the word, right? And so uh, when it talked in verse 4, if you would, about the grace of God, that's the Greek word charis. Most Christians, a lot of Christians know that. The Greek word charis. The word here now in verse 7, when it talks about coming behind and no gift. And what did we say grace was? It's what God, what God gives come behind and no gift, this is the word charisma. 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 It's the word that we, that uh, over in 1 Corinthians 12, when the Bible speaks of gifts of the Spirit. Charisma. That's why, did you know they call you charismatics? It's not because your personality is charismatic. It's because you are, you are thought to operate in the charisma of God. Now, now, these two words, you can tell they're connected and they both have to do with gift. They both, they both mean gift, but the one, charis, it's what God gives. Charisma is the manifestation. That's what the ma is for. M-A, in my mind, that's how I remember it. The ma, manifest, charisma, charisma, the manifestation of God. And the Bible talks about lots of different manifestations, right? Talks about the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, discerning of spirits, right? Faith, uh, faith by the spirit, all the different, all the different, those nine manifestations. But that's not the only thing that it talks about, not the only manifestations. There's also different operations of the Spirit. There's different demonstrations of the Spirit. And then there's also people who stand in places of ministry in the Spirit. Those are all manifestations, grace manifestations, if I could say it that way. And we don't want to come behind in those. Why? Because they affect the coming. Did you read it, verse 7? They, they, what God's able to manifest in the earth, what God's able to do in the earth, affects the timing of the coming of the Lord. You might say, prove it. Not here, not right now. Uh, I have a book along those lines. You can read, <laughs> read that. But I, I can prove it. I just don't care. It takes too long. For right now, but trust me, the coming, the timing of the coming of the Lord, it's based on certain events, not just uh, days on a calendar. You understand, yeah, that's right? Good. That's good. Certain things must shortly come to pass. Revelation chapter one says, and so what needs to come to pass? God needs to be able to manifest in the earth through His body as He desires. Yes, 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 yes. And it's possible to come behind in the manifestation, in the charisma of God. When it says come behind and no gift, it's not talking just about like an offering gift that you bring in the office. It's not talking about a welcome gift. Hello, that you give the visitors. No, that's not the gift we're talking about. It's talking about the manifestations of God. Well, how can you come behind in the manifestations of God? Number one, you cannot recognize the movement of God. That's what Pastor Nancy ministered last night. I guess that's why I've kind of led to, to maybe weave in and out of this right, right now. That you, can, you cannot recognize the manifestation of God and come behind that way. And then you could recognize the manifestation of God but not respond to the manifestation of God, and you can come behind that way. Yeah. 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 Good. Woohoo! Too early in the morning for all this? No. This is okay? No. <laughs> to me, now to me, I don't know everything. I'll just tell you that right now, but thank God I'm married to one who uh, <laughs> helps me in that regard. And, 
picks up the slack. Usually if I don't know, she might know. And if she doesn't know, we have other people to call. Hallelujah. So, but uh, it just seems to me, this is where the rubber meets the road. You know, uh, the, the plan of, there's such a thing as the plan of God. And we're, uh, we're making progress on that plan. Sometimes in the positive direction, sometimes not so much in the positive direction based on what the body of Christ does in response to the movement of God. Uh, when, when people shut down and ignore and disallow the, God's movement, then the statement that many people are fond of making, I've probably made it myself, so I'm not casting stones at anybody, but you know the statement that people make, we're closer than we've ever been to the coming of the Lord. That's not always true. You could take steps back. You can, yes, 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 you can, you can, listen, the Bible talks about over in 2 Peter 3, talks about verse 12, about hastening the coming of the Lord. If you can, what does hasten mean? It means to speed along, to speed up. Can you do that? If you can speed his return, you could delay. You could hinder. You could not cooperate. For events are unfolding on a daily basis pertaining to these things. Events need to unfold still. But the greatest event is the event that takes place through and with the cooperation of Christ's body, for those events allow the rivers of glory to rise and allow the gospel to spread in ways it hasn't spread. And those events will bring the day of the Lord. Amen. That you come behind in no gift, in no manifestation. In other words, you fully recognize what God wants to do, and you fully respond to what God wants to do, but we don't always. And, and if I could say this, again, I'm not mad at anybody, not casting stones at anybody. It's just been my experience over the years that we don't have just the greatest batting average or the greatest percentage in nailing it. You might say, well, who made you the ref? Well, I'm, it's not that I'm the ref. I, it's not, but you know, the, I, I will say I've given, uh, in some respects, I've given my life to this, to this part of, of Christianity, meaning it's just been what God's dealt with me to focus on for so many years. And I'm not saying I'm even an expert, but I'm saying I'm learning. I'm learning and I've, and I've, and I've, Develop some skill, and I know there's a lot more to develop. And believe with me, would you? <laughs> believe with me that we'll get there to all of us, right? And so there's just so many times where just, I, just with the little I know, I can sense what God wants to do. Yeah. And I can sense and see that <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> and sometimes I'm the one ministering. And sometimes I'm not the one ministering. Sometimes I'm just there. But you can see we miss it a decent amount. No, I'm sorry, not here like in Tulsa. I'm talking about like Bixby, <laughs> Owasso, Sepulpa. I'm talking about other places, Christians in other places, not you, not y'all. <laughs> I should have said that. Spoker looked like, what are you talking about me for? I don't, I don't ever miss the manifestation of God. <laughs> if that's what you're thinking, you are missing it. <laughs> You are missing it because, amen, come on, we're just talking about another realm here. But. So, so we, need, we need to do better. You know, I traveled, I was so blessed to travel for seven years with Brother Kenneth Hagen and uh, part of his ministry team. And, uh, and there's others here that, that got that same privilege and got to do that same thing. And, and our lives, all of us were like really enhanced, you know, because of that. But the, he was trying, this was like an emphasis, he was trying to lead the body of Christ into some of these things because he saw that this plan, this plan of God that leads us to the coming of the Lord, which is kind of just a big deal for God. It's like a really big thing to him, to him. I mean, you can imagine Jesus saying, uh, you know, is it yet? And, and I, said, I wish it was yet. 
your body. <laughs> your body. <laughs> Got to get your body moving. Get, get, get your body moving. How many have had those mornings? You know, I have to get your body moving. Your head says, time to get up, and your body says, I, I don't, I'm not talking to you today. <laughs> We're not talking today. But uh, Brother Hagin was trying to, endeavoring to get the body of Christ. That's one, of, one of his last assignments was that God was endeavoring to, to, well, leading him to help the body of Christ learn to recognize and respond to the moving of, to the movement of God. Why? Because so much depends on that. Yeah. Well, can I, can, I, can I get to another point here? Yes. <laughs> I've been waiting for that. <laughs> One of the reasons that we stay and remain behind yes. in the manifestation of God is that we can get behind in prayer. Yeah. We can get, see, I knew I, I just have to get back to the assignment here so I don't get in trouble, but... Uh, you don't want, you can get behind in prayer. Now, what does that have to do with anything else that you've been talking about? It has a great deal to do with what we've been talking about. Um, go, go over, please, to James chapter 5. And by the way, uh, I want to invite my wife to just jump in here. That We kind of do that a little bit. We, we tag team and back and forth. So if you want to jump, jump. Correct me, do whatever you want to do. James chapter 5. Praise the Lord, everybody. You're real familiar, I know, with, with this verse uh, that we're going to get to, but Interesting what James 5 talks about before it starts talking about prayer. You know, over in verse 7, be patient, therefore, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. I mean, that just sounds almost exactly like what we read where it, uh, where it said that you come behind and no gift waiting for the coming, waiting for the coming. That's when it says waiting. It's not talking about a passive waiting. It's not talking about a disengage, kick your heels up, get some iced tea and just lay there waiting. No, let's talk about an active, engaged waiting, yes. And, and same here, be patient. It's not talking about patient like you tell your kid to be patient when he asks, are we there yet? Uh, come on, anybody, anybody experience it? Seven-hour drive, five minutes in. What happens five minutes in? Are we there? You, you say, see these headphones? Put these headphones on. See this iPad? Keep yourself busy. And you say, we get there when we... When we get there, uh, just disengage. Be patient. Be pa That's what you mean. That's not what the Bible means when God says be patient. He doesn't mean just put your headphones on, get your iPad out, and play till we get there when we get there. No. Patience is the ability to continue in faith and stay with it until. Be patient, therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husbandman waits for the precious fruit of the earth and has long patience for it until he received the early and the latter rain. I got to get off that because that, I mean, I'll preach for a week on that. But then as it goes on, it starts talking about prayer. How come? They're connected. They're connected. <coughs> and if you would, over in verse 16, confess your faults one to another. Pray one for another that you may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man does what? Avails much. Now, probably most of you here could even quote this last phrase there in the Amplified Bible. Right? The earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power, available, dynamic. Is that true? Is that true? Now, how did we, how did we get from 1 Corinthians 1 over to, over to talking about prayer? Prayer, the right kind of prayer. Not, not, just, not just any kind, but the right kind of prayer makes this tremendous 
power that you come behind and no manifestation. That would be a manifestation of God's power. Makes that power available. Say it with me. Power available. Power always exists. Hmm? Uh, there's, thank God there's some air conditioning going on. I can hear it, some, you know, some kind of uh, AC or something going. And thank God there's lights so that we can see your pretty self, right? That power was here before this building was here. That power was really, that power was here before we knew how to hook it up to a building. But it wasn't until we began to cooperate with that power, and then this building was here, and then they hooked to the building from the pole to the, yes, from the pole to the building. And does that mean the air conditioner never stops and the lights never go out? No. You want the air conditioner to stop when you're not here. Otherwise, y'all have a bill, a big, big bill. No, it's, but that power is available. That power, what's it mean? It's as easy. Switching the flip. Yeah, it's as easy as switch, flipping the switch. <laughs> as easy as that. And what was available is now charisma. Manifested. Manifested. What does prayer do? It makes available, could we say it this way, easily accessible. Brings, brings to the place of manifestation God's power. So there's all the time God wants, God desires, greatly desires to move among us. To move in our services, to move when we're not in service, through us. In the world, he wants to move all the time. Not the same way all the time. And not what you'd call sometimes like this, a, maybe a blowout service where everybody's running, dancing, shouting. Sometimes. Sometimes. But not all the time that. But all the time movement. And prayer makes, prayer makes God's power I like to say it this way, brings it to the forefront. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Brings it to the forefront to where it's easily recognized, easily accessed. The effectual fervent. Can I tell you about effectual fervent for a second? Are you okay? I'm not going to take too much longer. We're good. We're good. That's just something preachers say. <laughs> I don't want to go too long. There's the anointing threshold. You don't want to, as long as the anointing's there, we're good. When it mm, back off, we back off. But effectual fervent. I studied after somebody who studied this Greek word. <laughs> but uh, I saw this Greek word when I looked at it. Effectual fervent is one word in the Greek. You know, sometimes Greek words take more than one word in the English. To, to, effectual fervent is the word energeo. Energeo, which sounds like our English word what? Energy. And when the Bible talks about the gifts of the Spirit and it lists the, the working of miracles. The energeo. The word's only used a couple times. The energeo. That brings the miraculous. The energy of God. What's the energy of God? The, his power. We, we sometimes say his anointing. God's, God's energy. The effectual fervent prayer. The energy generating prayer. 
the, could we say it this way? The power generating prayer of the righteous man makes readily accessible and available to the point of manifestation so that we can come behind in no gift waiting for the coming of the Lord. The, the energy generating power of God. And how does that happen? Through prayer. Prayer. Now, prayer takes different forms. We understand that. Uh, it, it, there's different varieties of prayer. When, when we're worshiping and praising God, that's prayer. Uh, all of our, can I say it this way? All of our personal interaction with God. It's the category of prayer, right? The biggest part, I mean, should be that the biggest part of your prayer life is praise and worship and thanksgiving and fellowship. Hello? But that's not the only part and that's not the only form. There's also asking in prayer. As I've grown in the things of God, still growing, still don't know everything. We talked about that. But uh, as I've grown, I, that's become one of the least areas or, or one of the most infrequent expressions compared to those more frequent expressions of praise and worship and thanksgiving and fellowship. That, that's most of my prayer life. By, I mean, by, by far, far, far. And sometimes, sometimes I'll go a good while without actually petitioning, supplicate, asking, right? But then there's, there's this power generating aspect of prayer. And it, it, you know, we talk about uh, praying in the spirit. That's another day we can talk about that. But praying in other tongues, that's, that's part of that power generating, effectual, fervent prayer from a, from a place of, righteousness, meaning understanding who you are in him, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man makes power available. We come behind in prayer when power isn't made available as it should be. And although God wants to do things, the preacher's kind of stepping around his, his sermon and you know, just, just ministering what he came up with. But, but there's things that aren't being tapped into. And we don't want to be behind in that area. Amen. I'm not saying you are personally. I'm just saying the body of Christ, we always need to come up in this area. So I'm going to unhook here because we have a couple days with you. Amen. And, uh, but I want us to do some of this power generating prayer. And, we'll, you know, we'll start out. I'll just lead us out. And uh, my wife will come. What do you got to add, though? You being so quiet, just sitting and just, just waiting for an invitation. That wasn't the agreement. Help us. Praise the Lord. Well, the, the effectual fervent prayer in the Amplified, it says the, the heartfelt continued yeah. prayer. I, I like that word um, fervent, continued and when we're talking about making power available, um, there's a continuation in the spirit to that. There's, there's, there's a, a heartfelt, there's a fervency that, that needs to be maintained. When I was, I won't take long, but no, take when I was, um, we were pastoring in Buffalo. I actually worked as a medical assistant in a doctor's office. And once in a while, we'd go into our lab where there was lots of samples and things like that, and we'd have to go through and find anything that, had an, that was expired and throw it away, the medicines. And the doctor one time was with us while we were doing this, and he was explaining to me that not all medicine actually goes bad at at the exp expiration date, he said, but several different medicines are actually a compound of a couple different medicines or chemicals. And those chemicals can react with one another. And over time, the efficacy breaks down. They're less effective because of the time. 
they were just left on the shelf. I'm not really a professional medical person, but that's what the doctor told me. And uh, I realized that in prayer, so often as the body of Christ, we can get excited and we pray for the coming of the Lord. We pray for this. We pray for that power to be made available. And then we set it on the shelf and we walk off (laughs) and we let it expire. But that's not what James was saying. He said, we, we need to continue in this. This, this isn't like the, the prayer of faith where we see something in the word that's supposed to be ours. And we, we, we claim it. We ask for it. We thank God for it. And we walk out saying, I've got it. Yeah. Right? This is different. This yeah. is the body of Christ needs to be moving in something. Power needs to be made readily available and continue to be made available. And so we've got to uh, get ourselves into this fervency, which is not emotion, right? Thank you. Fervency is not being emotional. It's not praying louder. Sometimes when I pray, I pray loud. I do. But it's not because I'm emotional. Right? You can be just as effective if you're led to be quiet. Right? But so it's not, God doesn't respond to emotion, but this fervency is this, this energy on the inside. It's just, I, I see this in the word and I don't see it in the natural and I'm not letting go and I'm not letting it down. I'm not putting it on the shelf and walking out until I see this yeah. in the natural. Contending, yeah. Contending. Yeah. And he goes on to talk about Elijah, right? In James, he, he, he brings us right back to Elijah who heard from God, it's time for rain. But he didn't, he told Ahab, get ready, it's going to rain. But he didn't stop there. He went, got on his knees, and he started to contend. Father, this is what you said. Thank you for it. Uh, I see it. You heard, I heard you say it. So I, I believe your word is true. And he did not stop. He sent a servant out. Servant comes back, nothing. Right. What does he do? He sticks with it. Yeah. He continues. He's fervent. He doesn't stop until the servant comes back and finally says, well, there's a little cloud. Size of a man's hand. Elijah goes, that's it. Glory to God. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Glory to God. We've got it. What he needed, he needed just the hint in the natural. But he did not stop He continued. He was fervent. Not emotion, but a contending until the man's hand, the cloud, the size of a man's hand. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Praise God. Well, let's do some of this, and then we'll uh, talk more about these things. Praise God. Good stuff, yes? I mean, God did a... I mean, he did a great job writing that whole Bible thing. (laughs) It is really... It thrills me, doesn't it? The word thrill you? Let's, uh, let's go from behind to beyond in some areas. And uh, if you join me, so what I started to say a little bit ago was we'll, uh, we'll just start, I'll lead you out in English, and then um, we'll, we'll pray in other tongues some. And uh, you, you just join us, join in, lift your voice, if you would. And uh, in unity, we'll just, we'll just follow the Spirit in that. And I want to say this too, and I'll, I, I need to do better saying this in these meetings. If you're here and you've never spoken in tongues, if you've never received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, while we're praying, mm-hmm. you can just say, I want that. I take that. Mm-hmm. And while that flow is there, it's real easy. Yes. Just by faith, yes. start to speak. Yes. Amen. Yes. Yes. Amen. 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 And uh, it will bless your life a lot. Yes. All right. Hallelujah. So I know we preached a lot today. We'll, uh, we, we'll, Maybe pray more, preach less in the coming days. Can't guarantee that, but we'll, uh, you know, just flow. Amen. You, you want to change your position to stand up just for a little bit, but you're welcome to sit down after we get going again. That's up to you, but hallelujah, everybody.
Glory, 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 glory. Father, we enter your gates with thanksgiving. We come to your courts with praise. We give thanks. We bless your name. You're good. You're good. Your mercy endures forever. Thank you that we can come to you. Father, thank you that by the blood we're able to have entrance into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which you've made available for us through the veil that is your flesh. Glory to God. Thank you that we have a great high priest over the house of God. Glory to God. Thank you, Father, for that which pertains to your plan. For this areas, this region's place in your plan. Father, thank you that we've had a great place here. And thank you that that's still, that's still, that's still, that's still your desire. That's still your desire. And yes, it continues, but it shall continue greater. Yes, so so we thank you. Thank you. Thank you for our part in your plan. Thank our part in your plan. Saturation at the Galatical, yes, my dear, 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 my d
Yes, in the surrounding areas. Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. The small, yes, the smaller yes, areas, the yes, smaller regions, yes, the smaller yes. regions. Ah, uh, where you wouldn't uh, think things would happen, where you wouldn't think things would be based. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. Spiritual things, who can be different? The smaller smaller regions, great, great, great saturation of smaller, smaller geographical regions affecting, affecting the larger regions. Yes. Uh, yes. 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 Thank yes. 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 We're grateful. We're yes. grateful. We're grateful. Oh my. We're grateful. Thank We're grateful. We're grateful. Ha 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 ha. We're grateful. Yesito. Sidona. Sidona. Siprebodi gale. Santo pradite gorasti ganza noko babranito no. Oh my 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 my. So 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 Oh, so important. Oh, my, my. Oh, my, 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 my. So, so grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Worship. Oh, my. Oh, my, 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 my. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Praise, praise. Worship. Thank you. Worship. Thank you. Worship. Thank you. Thank you. Worship. Thank you, Master. Thank you, Master. Thank you, Master. 
Bless, 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 bless. Let's let's just let's just let's just let's just lift our hands and praise him. Thank you, 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 thank you. yes, we give thanks. We yes. Ha 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 We rejoice. We rejoice that you heard us. We rejoice that you answered when you heard. We rejoice that we have that which we desired and that which you've led us to petition. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ha 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 ha. Thank you, Master. Thank you, Master. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Maybe, maybe we sing a song of thanksgiving if something. <clears throat> thank you. Yes, 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 yes. With a grace. Yes. Yes. Oh, we give thanks. We give thanks. Ha ha. Oh, my, 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Jesus Christ. With a grateful heart, give thanks to the Holy One. Because He's given Jesus Christ. time everybody lift your voice in thanksgiving hallelujah 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 and now we give thanks we give thanks we give thanks we trust you've enjoyed this message visit us at defrainministries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings share your testimony become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.